Blog Talk Radio. Our country is dominated by left-wing radicals. There remains only one man to stand in their way. This is the conservative hour with A.J. Bruno. The ultimate in conservative talk radio. Standing up to the liberals wherever they hide. It's on right now. And welcome to a, an all-new edition of the Conservative Hour after a 12-day absence. Uh, it's been a while. Apologize for that. Needed a, a bit of a bit of a breather. Um, but we're back. And we are uh, ready to, to go. So should be good. Okay, uh, we have a bit, quite a bit to talk about today. Uh, I want to start with this whole uh, Guantanamo issue. You know, I, I love how now that uh, the left realizes how uh politically inexpedient it would be for them to support President Hussein's proposal to close Gitmo without any idea of where to put them. Um, isn't it ironic now that these same Democrats are now opposing it and voted against doing so? You know? Because who wants these terrorists released to the United States or put it in some prison in someone's district. I mean, that's horseshit. They say the the rate of return to the battlefield, so to speak, just for the the hundred or so that have been released so far, is 14%. And these are just the ones that they felt they could let go. What about these 240 or so? These are the worst of the worst. You know, Vice President Cheney in this speech said that it could be 50-60% for this group. And especially you let them go in the United States of all places to let them go in the U.S. That would be the absolute worst. We simply, simply cannot allow that. I mean, he is going to. If he got his, if he gets to play with us, cause a lot of harm. You know, and I love how now they're suggesting that well, you could put them all in the uh, federal supermax in uh, Florence, Colorado. It's kind of ironic that they complain about the the horrid conditions in Gitmo and you know, all the inhumane treatment there and. And blah 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 blah. Um, <laughs> you know. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, these terrorists would much rather be there. Yeah, they've got a name. They're on a tropical island. Good weather. They got all these athletic uh, privileges and excellent care. Whatever. Um, you know. I, I don't think they are locked up as much as they would be. Um, there. If you're in if you have a supermax, 
they have you in a cell pretty much 23 hours a day. And then you get to go into a, a padded room or something for a little exercise. I mean, that pushes people pretty much insane. So <laughs> it's also ironic that these so-called you know, main liberals would be okay with putting them there. Well, I'll leave the irony and the hypocrisy of the left knows no bounds. Really doesn't. I'd like to hear if anybody uh, actually thinks that they have a good idea. Because they don't. But, hmm. Right now. Anyway. Um, look, the bottom line is we have an opinion on this. You may call 347-308-8073 is the number. Uh, okay, the bottom line is that um, these are terrorists and they're right where they fall. Okay? If our wonderful president or omnipotent brilliant leader really wants to protect this country. And maybe he should listen to Vice President Cheney. But no, no, because everything the Bush administration did was wrong. And we can't support any of their policies. Or we can't appear to support any of them. All this guy cares about is politics. That's all the left cares about. I mean, you know, all these people do is screw up compromise our national security, and yet every so often, you know, I've got to give them a chance. I've got to give them a chance to get in there and, and uh, change things up. Uh, well, okay, well, changing things up, I'm putting aside everything else that we're focusing on this issue, changing things up pretty much means um, being nice to these terrorists, and that's what they are, they're terrorists, uh, who are already treated far too humanely, um, and giving these people a chance to attack this country, and you could, you know, keeping them locked up for years on end, they're going to want, they're going to want even more now, even more, and. You know, then they try to make the argument, well, you know, the Geneva Conventions applies to them. Well, no, they don't. They don't at all. Um, because the, these are terrorists, or enemy combatants, whatever you wish to call them. Uh, they don't fight for a national army. They simply have a radical ideology and they will kill anyone who does not submit, who stands in their way. And it is just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. This man is not capable of defending 
this country. President Hussein is is a disgrace. His policies are a disgrace. His neglect for the safety of this nation, for the lives of its citizens, is absolutely abominable. Absolutely. Uh, I see somebody asks about uh, Colin Powell in my uh, show chat here, which is a seems to be a new and improved show chat too. I guess they wanted to change it around. Uh, well, that begs the question: Is Colin detox type? But no, no. In all all seriousness, uh, yep. The vice president, the vice president Cheney was right. I think, I didn't know Colin Powell was still a Republican. Wasn't he? Didn't he endorse? Did he campaign for the Democratic candidate last year? We don't need people like Colin Powell or uh, Megan McCain, people like that, running around calling themselves Republicans. These people are not Republicans. They are liberals wrapped around a disguise of somehow fitting the Republican mold. You know, the, the Democrats can have them. We can do without people like that. They're poisonous. They're cancer. They're cancerous. And we well, we really can do without them. You know, anyone who supports this administration really needs to have a head check. So that, that would be quite a lot of people, wouldn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately. But true, nonetheless. And, you know, speaking of which, it absolutely drives me bonkers how, I mean, obviously you can expect this, but this president clearly awarding his political crony. Uh, just the other day, just yesterday, I read an article about the new NASA administrator he selected. And for those who don't know, the uh, former one was Michael Griffin, uh, who was a you know, brilliant scientist, and you know people credited him with really turning the agency around, doing a great job. And of course, he had to resign as soon as this president took office, and there was some acting administrator in the past few months. And so I'm reading this, and it says something about you know uh, President Obama appointing a shuttle, former shuttle commander to it. And I thought two things: one, he's probably black. Two, I'm sure he donated money to him and supported him. And of course, both are right. So clearly he's not picking the most qualified candidate. He's someone who could the guy gave him $750 during his campaign. That makes him the most qualified around the agency. Clearly not. He's just a warning of a crony. You can bet that most of these military guys that end up being astronauts. They're not big Obama fans. You take one of those guys, did they? I mean, a man is just a disgrace. Now, people try and say, oh, well, you know, he hasn't been in office. You really can't say he did anything wrong. He did anything wrong. Everything he does is wrong. He makes mistake after mistake after mistake. Misjudgment after misjudgment. And we're supposed to somehow... You know, go along with it. I'll give him a chance. He's doing fine. He's doing great. You know, the administration's just starting. You know, after uh, 
four months and change. I really can't make a judgment on it. This guy was failure from day one. He, he doesn't, you know, uh, this, you know, this whole hope and change nonsense. Hope for what kind of change? Hope for uh, you awarding your political cronies as in the new national administrator. Uh, you leading our country vulnerable to the Japanese as in your irresponsible foreign policy. You turning us into a socialist state. You removing any sense of value, values that are left in this country. Is that the kind of change we should hope for? No wonder why I didn't vote for that change. You know, you can still keep the change. Uh, fine with me. Fine with me. And speaking of which, speaking of which, I'll tell you what really, this really, really annoys me. Um, supposedly our glorious leader will be announcing his choice uh, to replace uh, Souter on the court in the next few days. And of course, you expect him to pick a liberal and uh, and I'm reading all the conditions that he, the, you know, the characteristics that he weights in. Uh, so not only you've probably heard about him saying that um, you know, people empathizing, being able to understand people's lives or whatever. I'm sure you've heard that, which is still like, you know, okay. And then reading and uh, gender and ethnicity are deciding factors. This is just another example of the warped mind of the left they have. Okay. Gender and ethnicity both have nothing to do with whether or not someone is qualified for the job or not. But the left has to have this, you know, PC kind of thinking because, you know, somebody being born a certain color or certain, uh, certain gender, that should be a factor in consideration. Whatever happened to all being created equal? Now, if all are equal, then they shouldn't be positives or negatives. They shouldn't be considered at all. Someone's experience and their capability and their interpretation of what the Constitution actually says, those are the things to consider. Nothing else matters. doesn't matter if they're white, black, male, female, Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, whatever. Those are the key factors. But, uh, you know, you can be assured that they'll pick somebody who will make a mockery of the Constitution, just like Tudor did, just like Ginsburg does, just like Stevens does, just like Breyer does, just like Kennedy does some of the time. People like that. This isn't change. This isn't hope. This is a a disgrace. This is an absolute disgrace. When you look at the candidates he has, uh, five women, some of which aren't even qualified. And I love how he's considering 
Napolitano, who, okay, didn't you just pick her for the top job? And uh, Granholm, who, why on earth would anybody like that woman? To me, that's like being in New Jersey and people liking Corzine. She completely botched up the state of Michigan, and people were dumb enough to re-elect her there, but, I mean, disaster. She said a horrible governor, and yet she deserves to be on a short list for the Supreme Court. She's an American. She was born in Canada, for crying out loud. You know, I mean, jeez. It would be a joke if it wasn't so serious. It's just... I stopped. So you have what's it, five, five women... Um, Oh, one of them, uh, the Hispanic one, James uh, Sotomayor, in New York or so. But she's even on video saying, and, and yet she's one of the top contenders. She's on a video a couple of years ago, I think, saying, uh, making fun of people who say that you shouldn't use your personal opinion or something or legislate from the bench, uh, so to speak. Making fun of that, saying how it's, you know, that it's the job, it's her job to do that or whatever. No, it's not the job of a judge to do that. Once again, it's your job to see the Constitution as the founders wrote it, not how you want to interpret it in your twisted mind. Um, so see it as the founders wrote it, and apply that to me. Obviously, certain things are outdated, but the, the point is the intrinsic principles in it. Those are timeless. The issues change, the technology changes, times change, but the meaning of the document and its intention, its purpose, its guiding rights don't change. They remain focused. And when we, when we lose sight of that fact, that they remain focused and don't have to be altered, well, that doesn't do anybody any good. You know? So maybe President Hussein should consider people based on their actual merits, based on actually interpreting the Constitution for what it says. You know, he said he doesn't have a litmus test. Uh, for abortion, for instance. Well, yes, he does have a litmus test for abortion. Does anyone think he would pick someone who is pro-life or reasonable and somewhere in the, you know, willing to listen to both sides? No, he's going to pick someone who's rapidly pro-abortion. I mean, of course he is. Who would expect anything else from our glorious leader? You know? So whoever he picks from his uh, group of five women and one Hispanic male. You can bet all of them are going to be a disaster. Even the couple that are so-called moderates. These people are not moderates. Some are more radically liberal than others, maybe, but that's probably pretty much it. So, you know, uh, let me know what you think. Three four seven three zero eight eight zero seven three. Okay, uh, we are storming through today. So why don't we talk about this whole Notre Dame 
Notre Dame business. Um, this thing was just completely, completely ridiculous. You know, I'm glad that school didn't accept me because I wouldn't want to go there knowing that they clearly are a fraction or a shadow of their former selves. You know, it's bad enough they invite this man and then use it as the excuse, well, he's the president. So you invite him, which to me is bad enough. I would object to that. But not only do you invite him, but you honor him. Well, you honor him. He deserves to be honored for doing what? For uh, his hollow words and his good rhetorical skills when he had his teleprompter that were able to convince a small majority to elect him. Well, that small majority aren't very intelligent. These people aren't sheeple. They don't, they can't think for themselves. They aren't intelligent enough to make an educated, wise decision. Um, so they elected him. He had no right to go speak at this thing. You know, the vast majority of people, they're all nice and, and, you know, he's so cool, wow, he's awesome. You know, he gets an honorary degree and he really deserves it. Even, even Arizona State University, a public, crazy liberal school, just invited him, didn't give him an honorary degree. You know the name does? That's not. How is that moral? How is that right? Yeah, and there were multiple instances uh, when there were people yelling out in the crowd. There was one where the guy said, um, that the gentleman was yelling out uh, something, abortion is murder, stop killing children, something along those lines. Um, and of course, security goes, escort him out, whatever. And when he When he yells out, so of course I, I think the our glorious leader heard it, um, and so people start chanting. Uh, you know, people start chanting. Uh, yes, we can, and we are indeed. You know, like actually supporting this guy as if he deserves to be you know, supported. Uh, you know, he doesn't deserve to be told that. I mean, wow. Well, the guy, is the, the gentleman who said that is just stating the truth and just telling him what he should morally put a stop to. And he should be... I, I think the people were arrested, too, after they were escorted out. Yeah, it's real democratic to arrest them. So you arrest these people, you throw them out, then you chant so they, you know, can't be heard when they start yelling and, you know, defending him because, uh, you know, he's such a good guy. You know, even if we don't agree with everything he says, you know, we'd agree with him on some things. I know, such a reasonable man, you know, real really good guy. No, he's not. He is anything but. The man is a master manipulator. A man is a master deceiver. 
And if people don't realize it soon, well, it's got to be too late. So it would be best if they did. Best of it. Okay. Um, three four seven three zero eight eight zero four three. Oh, sorry. Eight zero seven three is the number. Call up if you want to comment on anything on the show. Yeah, always happy to. Here from the fans. Okay. Uh, you know, you want to stay tuned to whatever the times are, the new times that are going to be decided on. Uh, I did the show most days during the week for a, a bit of time. That's going to be harder in the summer now. So I'm looking to do it. Uh, Maybe twice a week, something, something along those lines. So you'll want to keep that in mind. Okay. All right. I'm probably going to cut it short here. So keep listening. Let me know uh, what you think. And, uh, hey, keep going after those liberals. All right. We'll be back next Sunday. We should be back more than that. So until then, this is A.J. Bruno with the Conservative Hour signing off.